0: Brace yourself for Steve Fisher and Byron Tidwell, old guys bitching.
1: I'm Steve. You are? I don't know, am I? Yeah, uh, well, so far I suppose I used to be. <laughs> I'm Byron. I'm not sure who I go by now. <laughs> anyway, we are old guys, guys bitching. Bitching. Yeah, I just wanted to throw you off. I syncopated. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that 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 works. Don't worry. I'll, yeah. I'll match it up and post. Okay. Did we have a did we have a
1: trivia question to end last We week? did
0: not have a trivia question to end last week. We just had you whining about my trivia question.
1: I will whine again, uh but but I have <laughs> I actually have a trivia question Okay. For today. Well, save it. So we save can, it to the end. Well, you know, I'll save it for the end. So, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, the uh,
0: I was just going to say something. We're, we're bitching. We can bitch about anything. Yeah.
1: Well, we can, but I just I wanted to acknowledge that in the past week we lost two lions. One of politics and one of entertainment. Um, and the political one, obviously, was uh, as we record this, John McCain. Yes. Who was. Uh, Now, I didn't always agree with John McCain, let's put it that way, he was not necessarily in line with me politically, but I I did appreciate that he would stand up for things, and that he would cross the aisle and work with members of the other party, and he would sometimes buck his own party, Um, and I have to respect that, you know, I do respect the man for that and for what he went through for this country. So um, I I have to give props to John McCain. And unfortunately, sadly, I feel we will never see his like again.
0: Well, because uh, basically most of the politicians uh, in the Republican Party and a lot of the politicians in the
1: Democratic Party have no personal values. That's true. That's true. It's all about the party. I mean, party politics have changed drastically. We've talked about it before. And it's no longer do what's best for the country. It's do what's best for your party. And as long as the party wins, it doesn't matter how much they screw over the country.
0: Unfortunately, and we do need to change that. So as we both have been screaming, Steve, vote, 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 get out and vote my personal candidate for Huntsville, Alabama City Council District 2, Francis Ackridge, who I have been supporting from afar. Uh, They had their primary this past Tuesday, and in order to uh, complete the election, you have to get more than 50% of the vote. Now, France's nearest competitor got 32% of the vote. Francis got 49.9% 49.9% of the vote, putting her eight votes away from an even 50%. That means she has to go through a runoff.
1: That's ridiculous. With a
0: person who who was, what, uh, uh, at least 15 points behind her. So that's, wow. that's politics. I'll continue to support that's- Frances Ackridge because she is the best. For well, Huntsville, Alabama, City Council, District. And 2. It just
1: shows up it shows how our political system is, is totally screwed. But because of all the fanfare about John McCain's passing, and, and I don't mean to diminish that at all, but there was another one that I think meant more to you and me that was more that was it equally painful if not more so, and got almost no attention, and that was the passing of Neil Simon. Probably America's greatest comedy playwright.
0: Well, you know, when you consider the volume of Doc Simon's work, starting back uh, previous, really, to your show of shows with uh, Sid Caesar and Carl Reiner and Howard Morris and Imogene Coca, uh, then all the way through all the incredible plays. And, you know, that was a, a big leap of faith for Neil to leave the uh, television world where he was a great success and start writing
1: plays. I guess, wasn't his first big hit Absolutely. Barefoot in the Park? No, Come Blow Your Horn. Hawk. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Come Blow Your Horn was it a modest hit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as big a hit as, um, as uh, Barefoot. Barefoot in the Park was really his breakout play.
0: Yeah, that's true. But, you know, Come Blow Your Horn... I think my favorite bit in that is where the younger brother, or is it the mother? No, it's, it's the mother who is trying to take a telephone message and cannot find anything to write with. It's going through frantically the entire apartment. It's her older son's apartment, trying to find anything to write with, and she can't. So she's trying to memorize the message, and then moments later, the older brother comes in, lifts the top of a little canister, and like there's 50 pens right there.
1: <laughs> there is I mean he, he just made Neil Simon made the mundane hilarious he just had this knack and, and for bringing out the humanity in comedy
0: and you know I, I read I, I had read this story many times before but uh, on Facebook somebody posted the story of how uh, he would agonize over getting the line right and the line that he was trying to get right for the odd couple was we're all out of cheerios f-u it took me three hours to figure out that f-u
1: meant felix unger <laughs> with a great line <laughs> um and and i i was as a lot of writers i know was very influenced by neil simon's writing and one time uh i told this story on my facebook page but not everybody uh, who's listening here uh is on my Facebook page. Um, but a friend of mine was taking a directing class in L.A. and wanted me and my wife to do a scene. And she had given us a scene from some play she found, and I wasn't crazy about it. And I said, I, you know, how about it? would you mind doing a scene that I wrote? She said, well, let me see it. And I gave her the scene, and she said, okay, yeah, let's do it. And we did it in front of the class. And somebody stood up afterwards and said, is this Neil Simon? Oh, that's a compliment. Which, that was a phenomenal compliment. I said, that's, that's my Academy Award right there. That is amazing. <laughs> you know, that's, or I should say my Tony.
0: <laughs> well, Doc Simon tells another story about another of his favorite lines uh, in The Odd Couple. It had to do with the poker game that breaks up uh, when uh, Felix finally shows up. So all of the poker players are leaving, and they're telling Oscar, you know, if they need him, they can call him. They're right around the corner. They're just down the street, whatever. And then I think it's Vinny who says, I'll be in Miami. Oscar says, you'll be the first person I call. (laughs) (laughs) And that was another line that Neil Simon liked in one of his own plays.
1: Oh, I mean, there was uh, there were some great testimonials to him, too, from people who worked with him. Matthew Broderick had a, a nice piece telling some anecdotes from the two. He did a, a play and a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, he did uh, what, with, uh, Biloxi Blues? Uh, no, Biloxi, oh yeah, Biloxi Blues, yeah, the movie, um, Brighton and Beach. Brighton Beach Memoirs yeah. mm-hmm. was the play, I believe. Um, And great stuff. I mean, Simon, that was a great thing. If you want see his early stuff, it's pretty much joke, 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 joke with with some tenderness toward the end. But his stuff got much richer and more nuanced as he got older
0: oh yeah absolutely uh, and you know it was always said that uh, a Neil Simon play was almost actor proof as long as you said the lines yeah. as they were written right. you're gonna get your laughs but you know if you had a real actor on top of it real actors say like Art Carney or Walter Matthau or uh you know Matthew Broderick even well you were going to really have a lot of laughs. And then there was the classic, the ultimate classic, uh, Neil Simon movie, Everybody Remembers It. It's on everybody's top ten, um, Murder by Death.
1: Murder by Death was awesome. Just great. With a spoof of Agatha Christie and all the famous old Uh, uh, movie detectives. The the Sandman
0: and and everything.
1: Hilarious. But I I did a production years ago of The Star-Spangled Girl. Oh, you did that? Not exactly, yeah, not exactly Neil's best work, (laughs) Uh, you know. But, I mean, it had its share of laughs. Except what we learned early on, thankfully, in... uh, Uh, Well, no, not thankfully, because we didn't learn it in rehearsal. We learned it in performance, which was not necessarily good, was the harder you tried for the laugh, the less chance you were going to get it. Oh, yeah. If you just sat back and relaxed and played the scene, the humor was there. The jokes were there. You didn't have to telegraph them. No,
0: that that is absolutely true. And it really, it it is a maxim for all comedy. But Neil Simon was accustomed to writing comedy for the best, Sid Caesar. I think that's why when he transitioned to stage writing, everything that he does is a great setup. And he was not just riffing off the top of his head or pulling stuff out of his, uh, you know. Uh, He was a superb technician as well as a playwright. And he knew that you've got to have character attached to your uh, dialogue. It's not just going to um, to fly on its own. If it was, then you could get uh, people out of an accounting office and make it work. But yeah. but he did. The other
1: thing you have to remember uh, is is that writing for television back in the 50s when he was writing for your show of shows that was like writing for theater oh yeah it was all live it was live tv you had a live audience and you didn't really know what you had until you got in front of them i remember years ago meeting a friend of mine uh who's the son of a, a famous comedy writer uh who had worked on the dick van dyke show and i i uh I was at a party at his house and and his dad was there. And I I said, I got to corner you and talk to you. Because that was one of my favorite shows growing up was the Dick Van Dyke show. And I said, did you know that you had this comedy gold? Well, he said, no, we never knew what we had until we got up in front of an audience. And there was stuff that we thought that would kill and it got nothing and other stuff that we thought was a throwaway, and it got roars.
0: Well, you know, sometimes you do never know. By the way, you know, um, uh, tragic losing John McCain, tragic losing uh, Neil Simon, even though he was 91 years old. That's true. But another uh, little bit of a surprise for real showbiz people is the other loss that we had last week. Chimneys are cozy Chimneys are warm, I think.
1: Chimneys,
0: in a, a female Barbara Harris and it was Barbara Harris kind of a sudden thing really she just suddenly passed away she's been living in Phoenix and teaching acting she's kind of stepped away she was in her 80s yeah she but she she yeah. kind of stepped away from right. the entertainment business uh, I, I read a comment by a colleague of hers said that uh, you know she did it so well she just wasn't that interested in it? It wasn't a challenge for her. A uh, friend that I have, uh, Jeffrey Sweet, a playwright, talked about how uh, she visited him up till this year, she, he, uh, him and his wife, and would sleep on their sofa in her jammies. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one of my favorite Barbara Harris scenes comes from the movie. Who is Harry Kellerman, and why is he saying those terrible things about me? And in that film, Barbara...
1: That was back when you could have a title longer than two (laughs) words. Yes. (laughs)
0: Barbara Harris plays uh, an auditioning actress. And uh, she uh, does her audition, which is actually very sweet. Uh, And she sings Painting the Clouds with Sunshine. And uh, she sings it while hanging on to what's known in the theater as... A ghost light and then when she finishes her audition she can't leave she can't let go of the ghost light and so dustin hoffman as uh, for
1: people who don't know explain what a ghost light is
0: well it's the light you leave on in the theater for the ghosts who live there <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true so it's, it's just a
0: single bulb on a stand and uh dustin hoffman uh who plays the protagonist in the movie he comes up and and talks with her uh, and she explains about holding on to the uh, the ghost light.
1: I'm 34 years old today and I'm not prepared. I'm prepared for 22. Right now I could do a great 22. The time mister it's not a thief at all like they say it's something much sneakier. It's an embezzler up nights juggling the books so you don't notice anything's missing. Hey, I let go of the lamp. Now I have your arm.
0: It's a a wonderful scene, and she plays it absolutely beautifully. Uh, She also starred, she was the original star of On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, another long title. Mm
1: -hmm. And another play that I did that she... created on, she didn't create the play, she created the lead role, uh, lead female role, was Apple The Apple Tree. Oh, and that's
0: where uh, that initial song that I did, uh, Chimneys are Cozy, that's from the, uh, I think it's the third act, called Passionella.
1: Yeah, yeah. There are, for people who don't know The Apple Tree, and it's not the most well-known musical ever, but it was three Little plays. Uh, Diary of Adam and Eve,
0: uh, The Lady or the Tiger, and right. Passionella, which was a Shell Silverstein riff on Cinderella.
1: Now, I I did when I did it, I did the the Larry Blyden role, so I, I did the um, the Adam and Eve one. Um, on the snake. Mm-hmm. I was the the narrator and the snake, and I had there was one scene we had to do. Where I had to, I did I did some introduction and then I have to run off stage and change into uh, I think it was a tiger costume, and uh, or maybe that was in the Lady and the Tiger. That that probably was in the Lady and the Tiger, not the Adam and Eve one. The, the Adam and Eve one I had this weird tuxedo on. I don't know why, but I was in some bizarre looking tuxedo in uh, in the, um, what was I saying? Oh, the Lady and the Tiger. I, I was I, I was the narrator, and then I had to run back and turn into the Tiger. Well, we couldn't get the costume to rehearse with until our very first preview with an audience. And I ran back, and there were dressers there to help me get into this tiger costume, and I couldn't get into it, and I hear my cue from the band, and I got to run back out and do a song. Well, I couldn't, wasn't in a costume, so I ran out in my underwear, and I did the song in my underwear. Well, I'm
0: sure Barbara Harris is smiling down on you <laughs> just for that.
1: We can only hope. Now, so, so does Barbara Harris and John McCain... And Neil Simon, does that make three? Why do why do big deaths, celebrity deaths, always come in threes? Who
0: knows? Maybe because after three, uh, we just don't pay attention.
1: What I do love, going back to John McCain, what I do have to go back to is I love the fact that he is getting the last laugh on Trump in death. Yep,
0: you can't come. At my funeral, can not come. welcome.
1: I in, I'm inviting the two guys who beat me, but you can't come. Sarah Palin wasn't invited to his funeral. No, in
0: fact, I guess she was specifically told
1: not to show up. Right, right. And I mean, I, I think McCain blamed her for not winning the presidency. Because I always said, um, I was prepared to vote for him in the, that that election until he picked Sarah Palin as his running mate. And then I said, forget it.
0: Well, I think that's what happened with a lot of people.
1: I I think it is. That's why I said I think had he chosen a wiser, uh, made a wider choice in running mates, he would have been. I think he would have beat Obama.
0: Yeah, that that is very possible. Uh, you know, I think that his uh, team and him were snowed because uh, Sarah Palin was a pretty woman. And they thought that that would help instead of uh, going with somebody like, I think his choice was Joe Lieberman, who can be described as not a pretty woman. We don't know what he
1: does on weekends. Yeah, that's
0: true. Uh, You know, he and Rudy could be hanging out.
1: That's right. So, no, but, well, I don't know. I think Lieberman had his own problems uh, for one thing. He was Jewish, and we know that there are still a lot of people in this country who are anti-Semitic. The other thing was that he was a Democrat. A lot of people saw him as a turncoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's true. Uh, I'm just saying that he would have had a better shot than having uh, Sarah Palin. Oh, I think yes. Yeah,
1: I think so, because he was definitely a much more intelligent person. <laughs> uh, and when he spoke, he sounded like, hmm, maybe he could do this job. And, if, you know, uh, e-
0: even though he did try, he could not see Russia from his house.
1: No. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, and well, he lives in Connecticut, so he can see England.
0: Yeah, well, he, he did try it's, to see Russia. Uh, but, he wasn't sure which direction to look. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, he did not look at Trump Tower, so otherwise he would have seen it.
1: Well, now, the other thing that I love is that McCain chose, uh, I, I don't remember the gentleman's name. I've seen him on, on tons of uh, you know, news shows and stuff, and, and I like him, and he's very intelligent and articulate guy, uh, but a Russian guy. John McCain picked this Russian dissident to be one of his pallbearers. Hmm,
0: I, I didn't look, I, I haven't seen, I've actually been on a long meeting today, so I, I missed seeing the video. Well, viro. this has
1: been, this has, you know, for a few days uh, it's been announced, and, and he is, uh, he's been a thorn in Putin's side It's Actually, Putin has tried to kill him, or Putin has had people try to kill him, and the guy has been poisoned, he's been on the verge of death, and he just can't seem to die. And he keeps coming back stronger than before, and uh, he's going to be a pallbearer. Cool. Along with a bunch of sports stars, I saw that uh, Larry Fitzgerald of the Arizona Cardinals was a big friend. Mm -hmm. Of McCain's, you know, and and it's like the the people he was friendly with was amazing and shows something about the man. I mean, Joe Biden was tearing up at his uh, memorial service today.
0: Well, right. And even though they were
1: um, they were opponents, they were still friends and they still
0: had values.
1: Right. And there was there was a time when both sides of the aisle would socialize together and then they would come in, and they would sometimes butt heads. But at the end of the day, they would sit down together and come up with a solution that would help the country.
0: Well, I think that to, that we should resolve, and maybe we could even bring our listener in on this, that we should resolve to uh, to behave more like uh, John McCain and Joe Biden. Then maybe, maybe we can start a movement, maybe even a wave, maybe even... A big change,
1: you know. At our age, starting a movement is always a great idea and not necessarily easy.
0: Uh, no, it isn't. But you know, I sometimes was you of a different
1: kind of movement. Yeah,
0: but. you 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 can take something for that.
1: <laughs> Even that doesn't work. Well, then there's always the stick. <laughs> oh God! All right, I'm sorry. Went too far on that one. The uh... <laughs> so what else? We have we have about just under eight minutes left. Mm-hmm. I, just before we did this, started doing this, I had called Verizon, my cell phone carrier, because I had this piece of crap phone called a Samsung Galaxy 7 that has never worked right. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. I've done reset after reset. Nothing seems to work. Um, apps launch on their own. They shut down on their own. I'm not even touching the phone. And it does does things so I actually made the mistake of calling Verizon on this. Mm-hmm. And then they start going, well, let's check this out. For, I, all I wanted was to get a replacement phone. Hmm, I didn't want to start running all kinds of diagnostic tests and doing all this fancy stuff. Just get, send me a goddamn phone. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. And it's never worked right. It's, this is the second or third one I've got that they had to keep replacing. And it never works right. And, you know, my kids say, it's you, Dad. It's you. And I go, I, I don't think it's me. It doesn't. It you know, it does the same crap when I take it in the store, and the guy in the store is playing with it.
0: Well, then, it, then definitely, um, Verizon, Verizon does need to stop all business transactions until they get yours resolved.
1: I, I like the way you think, Byron. I, I would totally agree with that. So we could
0: start a chant. Shut them down. Shut them down. Shut them down.
1: Shut them down. Shut them down. Exactly. All right. So wait a minute. Now, what? let's see how much time we have Oh, left we got here.
0: plenty of time. we got six oh, whole minutes. Oh, we got minutes. five
1: minutes. Jeez. Uh, and so it's not time for trivia yet.
0: Well, it depends on how long you think your trivia question is going to take.
1: Oh, I don't think it's going to take long. We're just going to throw it out there. We're not going to discuss it or give an answer. Oh, okay.
0: Well, that's good. Because, you know, um, I used to write trivia. Uh, trivia questions for radio shows and then when i started emceeing uh, various things i uh, would do trivia questions as a time waster you know <laughs> and then what one of my favorites now do you know who jimmy hampton
1: is uh james hampton? yeah james hampton trumpeter and In, uh, and, uh actor yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, well... Uh, I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know who he yeah, is. Well, I, yeah. I,
0: I actually you know, have the pleasure of knowing him personally and his lovely wife, Mary. But uh, one day, I did a, a trivia question. Uh, it, it, I can't remember my phrasing. I always try to, to do something fun with the phrasing. But just the basic trivia question here is I asked for the name of the uh, Indian tribe in uh, F Troop. Oh, that's an easy well, one. But wait, a woman leaps to her feet and yells, I know it, I know it. I said, what is it? She said, the Fakawis. That's right. <laughs> and, well, it's actually, actually <laughs> not quite right. The, uh, that is the original uh, answer to the actual joke about the uh, Indian tribe, the Plains tribe that was so, so short they were always uh, uh, th- where, where the fuck are we? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the uh. weeds were over their head, and so. The, but for <laughs> for 1960s network television, it was changed to the heck alleys. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that, that was a fun question, and of course, you know, you got my uh, my question that O'Reilly and I spent uh, over 45 minutes soliciting an answer for on our radio show yeah uh, people would call, we, would call and they would go louisville we go no and then l- go to the next call and people go uh louisville no then go to the next call i mean 45 minutes of that yeah and then finally a yeah. the guy goes uh
1: frankfurt that's absolutely right frankfurt frankfurter we, <laughs> is that now is frankfurt where the Frankfurter no, was no, that, created? That, that was uh, that was in. But was it Frankfurt, Germany? Because there is a Frankfurt, Germany.
0: Oh yes, that's that's where it was. That's where it was created. The, so these, that's where these it was The sausage created.
1: itself, yes. And, and then they, and had, the hamb- they had the hamburger. Com- hamburger was created in Hamburg. In
0: Hamburg, and then they had the competing, uh, you know, crammed into a skin sandwich uh, from Vienna. Vienna sausage, which became the Vienna, which in America, when we didn't know how to pronounce it, became the Wiener.
1: Ooh. oh! That's how it became the Wiener. Yes, because it was. Oh, Vienna. I thought it was named after something else. Uh, <laughs> well, you know that, that, <laughs> Which came first, the Wiener or the yeah, Wiener? Well,
0: you know, that's what, that's the constant question that is asked in uh, in there, and that's, you know, in in the uh, the clubs where they do the uh, the men's dance shows,
1: the women just chant, you know, "Show me your Vienna. Oh, now wait a minute, because when I was in college we had cans of vienna sausages that's why you don't want to show them your
0: vienna because
1: <laughs> they were little very, you tiny is a couple inches long that's it's right. not going to be very impressive they, at all you keep your keep your vienna sausage <laughs> to yourself uh, uh, <laughs> um, okay well we got a minute minute and a half left so i'm going to do my my trivia question
0: and i will try not to yell out the answer
1: don't yell out the answer cuz i know you know this but what famous comedy team I know it I know with it these first names uh-huh Leonard Adolph, Julius Milton and Herbert well see Herbert
0: gives it away just totally gives it away right there you know when when you got all five of them even though <laughs> even though it, you know they they ended up all alive but with less And don't, for, don't forget <laughs> don't, don't forget that that Herbert uh, ultimately created one of the largest talent agencies on the West
1: Coast. That's true. That's true. But we can't talk. We, we, we don't want to say don't give any more away. We've given enough hints. Okay. I will not say Susan. Okay. Uh, no, don't. Don't. No, I, I got it. Okay. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's see if we can remember this question next week. <laughs> well, I think we're out of time, sir.
0: We are. I di- I didn't hear your dingling.
1: <laughs> my my dingling is safely away. Where did you put it with your Vienna? No, look, it should be. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, you turned the sound off. No, it's on. It's on. It, it, it's another piece of crap device. <laughs> See? None of these damn things work. I am turning off turning off everything. And I didn't even tell you about how I got hacked. But I'll tell you about. Oh that no! Go ahead and tell, tell me now. I'll, I'll edit. Come on, tell me now. Tell me how you get I, I in my day job. Well, last week I went to pay bills and I discovered I hadn't been paid for two pay cycles. Holy moly! And I go into work and I contact uh, work. We uh, we both have to work until uh, we we become podcast millionaires. So I went in and I contacted our payroll department and they said, oh, no, you've been getting paid all along. It went to your new bank account at Green Dot Bank that you changed beginning of August. I go, I never heard of Green Dot Bank and I didn't change anything. So uh, somebody got hold of my username and password and went in and changed the bank information so the money didn't go into my account and went into uh, Harry the Hacker's account.
0: Oopsie. Well, Harry the Hacker should have been a definite clue to
1: somebody. It should have been. should have been. That's what he put as his username. <laughs> uh, I, I never go by that anymore. I quit. I couldn't be a hacker if I wanted to. So uh, did you get refilled? Uh, yes. Yes. But then I had to go change all my passwords. So I hope I can get into uh, our podcast site because I, I, I had to change everything and I didn't write anything down because i didn't want it to get stolen well you know that's how it always is so now i have 150 passwords that i don't know well let's let's table this and we will pick this up next time uh because we're over that's okay and, well, you know I, yeah, I don't care nah we don't we don't want to cut any of the other jewels that we came up with today oh now you're back so, to talking about your Vienna. oh god damn it i'm steve I'm byron <laughs> And we are
0: old guys. guys. So, you want to answer our trivia question? All you have to do is post it on either Steve's Facebook page or Byron's Facebook page. Now, you're not one of our friends. How do you know to listen to the show? We'll get organized. We'll figure out how you can really answer the question. If you do, you'll get a shout out on our next podcast. Created, written, produced, and voiced by Steve Fisher and Byron Tidwell. Audio mix and editing by Byron Tidwell. Recorded by accident at studios in Seattle and Las Vegas. Archive podcasts at iTunes Podcast and at podcast.com backslash old hyphen guys hyphen bitching. Don't write out hyphen, just use the little dash thingy. Copyright 2018, all rights reserved.